First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. Seven Land Productions presents End of All Hope Season 5 Episode 14 Lake Isabella Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. And you're okay? Well, hey, we know we've taken a while, but we're almost ready. One or two days tops. Glad to hear it. But it'll take a good five to seven days to reach them. You better be clear on that. They already know. I'd still remind them. Hey, Grant, you do realize it'll be some time before we reach your base. We're traveling with a lot of people, so travel will be slow. And the numbers. We read you. We'll keep in contact let you know when we leave. Thanks for that. Over and out. Well, we have some stuff to look forward to. How exciting. I'm not worried. Of course you aren't. Should I be? We need to be cautious. Have you not looked over the plans? Yeah, I saw everything. Those fuckers won't stand a chance, and then we'll have Grant and everyone in the palm of our hands. I'd be careful with your wording. Relax. It's just us here. It still makes me uneasy. Really? 
Roger didn't want to take over. Neither do I. But it seemed like Dana didn't really believe Travis as he turned his head and slowly rolled his eyes. Think they'll be able to hold out? They said they didn't have trouble before. Why would it be any different now? Things constantly change, Travis. They said they've been under attack several times before our arrival, and now two more times since we left. We'll be there in a week or less. They'll survive. I hoped Travis was right. It'd be a long trek. If we were to run up on the base overrun with some asshole bandits, that'd be a shitty surprise. Grant informed us that these bandits attacked their base again last night, but gained nothing. Although, Grant had two injured people now. What about a precaution? What are you suggesting? Sending a group up. To help them fight? Yeah. <laughs> no, no way. Why not? Dana, we'd be risking our own people. We'd be helping secure the base. It's not worth the risk. Why is that? Travis wants us all reaching the base at the same time. Exactly. Risking our people to help theirs? Hell no. Not until we're all there. Kinda seems fucked up. Hey, they dealt with these attacks so far, so let's not forget what they did to Roger. Hmm, seems like you're holding a grudge. I'm not. You guys want to take a vote on it tonight by all means, but I don't even think we should waste time on that. Now I have to go meet with Hudson. I want to see if he's got that Chevy Colorado running. So, what do you think, Gil? Fuck if I know. Come on, Ranger, have some input. <laughs> Mia, you know why we're here. We came to the zone to help. Now this new base needs our help, and we're heading their way. Yeah, but we could get there a lot sooner. But hell, Dana, maybe Travis is right. It's not worth the risk to send a small team up. That's all it would be, a small team. Don't let Travis hear you say he's right. That shit'll go right to his head. Hey, I'm not saying he is. I said maybe, that's all. I would like to point out that the Rangers helped secure this place. Rangers aren't the same anymore. Roger and Darren are dead. Isaac's gone, and Barry's Barry. What does that mean? Barry's changed his mind. He's staying. So you don't think we could handle another confrontation? Another liberation? I just think we'd be better off protecting our own people on the move. <sighs> we better hope they hold out then. Because from what Grand said, they've been able to hold the base with less people because of the base itself. If they lose it, it may be hard to regain control. Not with the amount of people we have. We may have the numbers, but we could still lose people. I'm aware, but let's focus on the trek. One thing at a time. Hey, I'm ready. So is Chris. So is Jess. What is this? Just some supplies. Nothing major. Soap, toothbrush, some granola bars. We give them to everyone who comes through. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. And here's yours, dear. Thank you. And you. Thanks. Um, there are a lot of people there? So, so many. But not here. You'll see for yourself soon enough. I was nervous. This was all so very weird. I looked out a window to see one lone man outside in a cowboy hat, standing by a brown post with a red flag at the top. The scrawny man had a thin mustache and stubble over his chin. His sunken eyes made contact with me through the window, causing me to look away. 
Now, do you need any medicine for that? Because there's nothing here. She was looking over at Connor's sling. It's fine for now. Still healing. Are there, are there a lot of supplies here? I heard there were a lot of supplies. It's a safe haven, dear. There are a lot of supplies and a lot of people. Don't you worry. But I hope you're not overwhelmed. As the old lady moved back around the counter, I took a step forward. You're not worried about us? You haven't given me any reason to be worried. We could be bitten. But we're not. I'd assume you're not. Why? Because you were brought in by a team member. Team member? Is that what they're called? That's what I call the volunteers. What if... What if we're bad? What? Ava, what are you doing? What if we are here to steal things? Or hurt people? <laughs> I understand your worry, dear. But I ain't worried. We have a lot of team members. There's a whole militia. You may not see them, but they're out there. You won't make it far stealing or hurting. Oh. That's not to say there isn't trouble at the lake. Because there is. There always is with that many people. But the militia helps. Someone's got to keep order. She came back around the counter and put her hand on my arm. This really is a safe place. You weren't bitten because there hasn't been a live infected sighting around here in nearly three weeks. And if you're bad people, well, you won't be able to do much. Although, I can tell you're not just by looking at you. Have you had run-ins with bad people? That's why we have so many team members. But... Dear, the bad people have tried to make it in. They can't. Same with those horrible creatures. You're safe. You're safe. Are you worried? Not any more than I usually am. God, that thing's annoying. Knock, knock. Dana, you don't have to fake knock. Both the door and screen door to the RV were open. Just being polite. Appreciate it. What's up? The plan is to have the vehicles in the center with the herd of people surrounding it. With guards. Yep, we know. Are you going to be one of the guards? I know you said you'd help with the move, but I didn't know if you meant securing the perimeter around the herd. <laughs> Can we stop using the word herd? It fits. It also makes us sound like prey. Sorry to point out, but to those things out there, we are prey. Yes, Dana, sign me up. Me too. No. No? What about Jess? What about her? She's going to be with us. But I want her to be with you. But I can handle a gun. I've killed those things before. You're going to need people to guard. It's true. Someone has to watch Jess. I can watch her too. <sighs> I don't like that. Hey, honey. I know I want you to take control and everything. But you're not going to tell me when and where I can help out. This is for everyone here, including us. If it helps, Mia, we can have you two situated in the same area, and you can make sure Jess is close by. Fine. But what about our car? Hudson has a team of drivers. I can't imagine Travis reneging on Roger's deal. 
I'm sure once we reach the base, the car will still be yours. Okay. But, uh, can we fit it for more supplies? Hmm. Something tells me you guys already have. Hudson has, but he still wanted me to ask. <laughs> Fill her up. Thanks. Glad to have you two helping out. There is still a meeting tonight where all the plans would be talked over one final time. <laughs> the atmosphere around the quarantine zone was a lot different nowadays. As people frantically pack their things. <sighs> this wouldn't be easy, but we would make it work. Chris sat next to me and leaned her head on my shoulder. Is Jess packed? I think so. Where is she? She went for a walk to the creek. I've been trying to give her a little space. Oh. Should we check up on her? Hmm. After the meeting. <sighs> okay. What? It's not going to be a good time for her the morning we leave. And that's why I don't want her to be alone on the truck up. She's not going to be, Mia. We'll be with her the whole way up. Apparently the post with the red flag was a bus stop. The man in the cowboy hat still stood by it, waiting. And now, we waited with him. He appeared nervous. I hope this is what you thought it would be. Me too. They were talking again, which was nice. I think Brielle apologized to him earlier, but I wasn't sure. I'm thirsty. They didn't put any drinks in this bag. I'm sure they'll have plenty of stuff when we get to the actual lake. They will. We all turned to face the scrawny cowboy. You been there? Well, no. But I talked to one of the guards. He told me all about it. You trust them? I have to. No, you don't. Uh, sure I do. They saved my life. They did? Sure did. I had a knife to my throat when they showed up. The guards here? Yeah. I don't know which way you all came from, but I came from the south. We did too. Ah, then I'm sure you heard them nightly gunshots? Sure. Ruthless bunch. We've seen. They caught me, napping in a backyard shed. Dragged me to the side of the road, messed with me, took my things, pushed me around. They were just toying with me. Told me they wanted another head for their camp. Just as they were going to slice my throat, a shot was fired. They all hopped into their jeeps and trucks and took off. Lucky for me, they didn't want to fight. Not then. Oh, wow. The uh, guards for this place were doing a supply run in the area. They just so happened to be close. I've been thanking God every minute since then. So you just got here too? Not long before you. Saw you three walk up. I just missed the other bus. Had to piss. How many are there? The lady inside said this was the last one. I think it's the only one. That's why the wait is so long. Wonder where they'd put us if we missed it. I'm sure any of these homes around here. It's so quiet. Yeah, but the place won't be. 
You holding out hope? Don't we have to? You say that a lot. What? Have to. Look around. No one has to do anything anymore. I don't know about that. We have to survive, don't we? The man smirked, then pointed west. Here she comes. The man was now smiling, ear to ear. The bus door opened, and he quickly hopped in. Gather your goodie bags. All aboard. Hey, Jess. I think... I think I'm almost done. Oh, uh... Okay. That's good. I have three bags. Is that okay? (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. They're mostly books and comics. Although I did get more clothes from my friend Sasha. Is Sasha coming? No. Her and her mom are staying. Oh. What about all the other stuff? She motioned to the counters where there was food and tools and utensils and plenty of other stuff that Roger had saved over his time here. I think we'll have to leave a lot, but don't worry. From what Travis tells me, Maria and company will take good care of everything. You think Maria will move in here? Possibly. Or maybe she'll open it up for everyone who decides to stay. Everyone? Well, everyone who helps her run this place. Oh, yeah. Do you think they're making a good decision? Who? Maria? Lane? The the other supply runners? Uh, Sasha? By staying? Yeah. I don't know, but it's their decision. Are you worried for them? I'm more worried for us. Yeah... How do you feel now? I don't know. I still can't sleep, but I'm happy to be leaving. Yeah? Yeah. I just want to go. I'm tired of hearing that ship. Mm, me too. Okay. Um, I still have a lot to do, and uh, there's a meeting later, so I... Uh, Well, I... It's okay, Mia. I know you're busy. I I just like checking up on you. I know. Chris does too. Let me get all this stuff done, and then I'll help you load everything into the car. But, um, don't mention your bags to anyone. They're telling everyone that they can only take what they can carry. I won't say anything. Okay. I'll be back later. Okay. telling you, this place is going to be great. I hope you're right. It felt weird being in a vehicle again. Hey! Hey, look! There it is! 
We all looked out the window at the small red biplane making its way over the mountains to the north, heading toward us, until veering left as it prepared to land, disappearing behind a near ridge. We're almost there, ladies and gents. I leaned into the aisle to see the bus driver looking in his rearview mirror. That was only the second thing he said since we entered. The first being, welcome. I can see tents. Where? Over there. And campers. Tons of them. I leaned against the window and saw a sign written in red paint. Lake Isabella. (sighs) Isabella. Isabel. I was so close. All I could think about now was Bodega Bay. I knew I said I wouldn't rush anymore, but the closer we got, the more the anticipation built. Holy shit. As we turned the corner, we could just make out the lake ahead of us, behind rows and rows of tents and campers and other makeshift shelters. There's gotta be hundreds here! Oh, more than that, for sure. The cowboy was sitting far away from us until now. He moved to the seat just in front of Brielle and Connor. Looks like a few thousand. Driver, what's that now? Any idea how many people are here? They stopped counting long ago. I still say a few thousand. Yeah, look, there's people all over there too. Stretches as far as the lake goes. How big is this lake? Big. I watched as we got closer to the survivors. Several people moved off the road, making room for the bus. I saw people airing out laundry, playing board games, cooking, eating, drinking, and chatting. It looked like a rundown renaissance festival. Here we are. And when the bus doors opened, I got a good whiff. It smelled like what I imagined the 1700s smelt like. Body odor and old food, sweat and dirty clothes. There's a small shack just ahead. Go there. And that was it. He was off. The bus pulled away, disappearing behind a long row of parked RVs. He said the shack. There's a lot of shacks. I think it's that one. Think they'll set us up with a home? I don't know about a home, but hopefully it's something. Let's find out. I didn't want a home, though. I just wanted supplies. We couldn't stay here long. A man was playing fetch with a golden retriever and a chocolate lab. He threw one tennis ball at a time, the dogs hurriedly giving chase. Cute. This place looks awesome! I hadn't seen Brielle so excited. Her eyes were wide as she took it all in. Hello? The cowboy knocked on the wooden door. Anyone home? The door opened revealing a chubby man in a tight David Bowie shirt. He was holding a drumstick, grease and a bit of chicken skin stuck to the side of his mouth. What we got here? Newbies? Yeah. All right. Must be the last load since it's getting late. He looked at his cracked watch. You all have more supplies. We had backpacks, but they were taken from us. Tents. Cover. No. I did, but they took it. All right, listen. I'm kind of backed up with stuff right now. I'll let you know where you can sleep for the night. But come back tomorrow and I'll give you more details about the lake. Maybe I'll have your stuff by then. Um, okay. What are they doing with it? They load it onto a truck and send it separately. Why? Precautions, I guess. Hell, I don't know. Come on, 
The man stepped out and had us follow him around the side of the shack. This way. This way. All right. Past those RVs is a shelter. See the roof? We all nodded. That there has several cots. Rows and rows. Pick one of them and then come see me tomorrow. Not before eight in the morning. Thanks. He took a big bite of his drumstick, a piece of chicken falling to the ground, and then he went back to his shack. What a warm welcome. I don't care. This place looks awesome. Yeah, it does. But I wasn't entirely sure. Didn't matter, though. We wouldn't be staying long. All four of us walked to the shelter, which was covered but had no walls. Lines of cots were underneath, half of which were occupied or covered in sheets and bags. There aren't three together. I bet we could move some. Should we? It's okay. Why don't you take those two over there and I'll take that one. Hey, it was nice meeting you three. Oh, you too. The name's Hines, by the way. Ava. Connor. Free. Nice to have met you. Are you leaving? I'm going to explore. We'll see if I can even sleep tonight. Take care now. Bye. We all put our stuff down. Connor's cot was like 20 feet away. He threw his bag under the cot and laid down. I kind of want to do the same thing. Go ahead, Bree. Do you think... Do you think we can trust the people here? We need to be cautious. Always cautious. Okay. But, with that being said, it looks like there's a lot of people here. So I wouldn't worry too much. Except, it's always good to keep an extra eye on your stuff. I want my backpack back. Hopefully we get it. Do you think they'd keep it? We don't know enough about this place yet. Let's just take it slowly. I hope it's good. I like it here already. Yeah, but... What? We can't stay too long. We have to keep going. Her demeanor changed. Her smile fading. Oh, yeah. I know. We have to keep going. To Bodega Bay. But we can stay here a little while, right? To rest and get more supplies? Yeah. Good. She laid back on her cot and closed her eyes. You sure it's okay I take a nap? If you sleep too long, you might be up all night. But that's good. Then I can keep watch of our stuff while you sleep. Take turns like we usually do. (laughs) Right. (sighs) All right. So then if everyone's set, we'll leave the day after tomorrow. Early. That gives everyone ample time to be ready. Vehicles will stay in the middle of the group for protection. Travel will be eight hours a day with breaks, although time will be added every other day to make up for the extra four or so hours. (laughs) You want a clean seven, don't you? Seven days is enough. People will be exhausted by the end of it. There's no need to drag it out any longer. But you've got to be careful not to push these people too hard, Travis. We won't leave anyone behind. I say we aim for seven, but expect more. We need to make this trek as quick as possible. We don't want to be stuck out there. What's the difference of out there or here? Protection, Annie. Protection. Annie shrugged. How are the trailers, Hudson? Good. We'll have four. Four? That's right. The last one is in working condition now. All new tires, but hopefully road conditions are good. Road is clear for the most part. Might take time to slip through some parts, but we were able to get through fairly easy last time. Agreed. So, four trailers. 
That should hold enough supplies, right? I believe so. Then people were told only to take what they can carry. Right. Well, everyone knows what to do when we do it. Let's make this a smooth trip. Everyone got up and started filing out. Uh, Travis, Mia, a moment. Gail was standing in the far corner of the mechanics tent with Dana. Travis and I shared a look and then approached. What's up, Gail? One moment. Gail looked past us to watch the last few members of the meeting leave the tent. There were a lot more people at this meeting. More than usual. I couldn't even remember all the names, but most were volunteers to help with the move. Okay, real quick. I talked with Grant again. Looks like the trouble continues. They attacked during the day this time. Did you tell him our plan? I did. They fended this gang off again, but he thinks it's only a matter of time before they break in. We don't have enough trained people to spill it up. Most of the volunteers have limited weapons experience. How's that? Half the guards are staying behind with Maria. So what are you saying, Travis? I don't want to send a group up. We can't spare the people. We need to move together. No, no, I, I agree, but... No buts. Travis, listen. It's not about them. Now, Gail was speaking Travis's language. It is about us. We don't want to arrive at this place if it's overtaken. I'm not worried. It's not about losing, Travis. Dana moved his still wounded arm. We could sustain injuries and people could die. We'll be entering a new place with lowered morale. We don't want to do that. Fine. Keep in touch with them. See if they can last the week. Tell them we're going to hurry. But if it gets worse, we'll reevaluate the situation. Okay. Travis nodded his confirmation, then walked out. Uh, you guys downplaying this at all? Yeah, but not for his benefit. Well, then for what? Morale, Mia. This trek is going to take a toll, even if it goes smoothly. We reach this base and then get bombarded. So you think we should send people up? Not yet. But I think if things get worse for Grant and company, yeah, we may have to make a special trip again. Well, hopefully it won't end up like last time. I motioned to Dana's arm. We won't make that mistake again. Good. I was a little worried, though. I mean, the way Dana and Gail were acting made this seem way worse than they were letting on. But I didn't press. I left the tent a little uneasy, but we had to concentrate on one thing at a time. And right now, it was the move. This was going to be one hell of a trip. End of All Hope Written by Robert M. Lamb Edited by Ashley Cartisano Starring Hope Ennis as Ava Adam Jetmore as Jay Jack Austin as Ambridge Gina Coyle as Kylie Evelyn as Brielle Ariel Hack as Mia Stacy Golden as Chris Michael Moman as Roger Brett Wilkins as Travis Reed Kreiner as Dana Corey Pettit as Jess Jerry Swindle Jr. as Gail Ian Feller as Hudson Christina Lewis as Annie and Gareth Thomas as Sammy Co-starring Joseph Harmon Lucas Webley Ashley York 
Mike Lenhart, and Robert M. Lamb. Music provided by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, Dylan Mixer at DMixMusic.com, and Eldritch Chachala of Nemesis Black at ReverbNation.com slash Nemesis Black. If you enjoy End of All Hope, visit SevenLamb.com for more podcasts such as this. And don't forget to rate and review. This has been a Seven Lamb production. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.